This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider. Welcome to this Investec Asset Management Investment Views 2020 podcast. With me is Clyde Rousseau, co-head of quality at Investec Asset Management in London. There's nothing new in this world apart from the history we don't know, Clyde Rousseau. So I'm going to look back at what you said exactly a year ago. And you said the following, investors are becoming increasingly nervous about the outlook for returns. Structural growth is likely to underpin the sustainability of returns. And the final comment, which is, I suppose, not generic, but it's important. Prudent stock selection will be required to separate the winners from the losers in 2019. I would probably say that that endures for 2020 as well. Yeah, I think that's fair, um, Lindsay. I think, you know, if you, if you sort of think back on, on the last quarter of 2018, it was pretty tough. Uh, markets were negative, And then we've had a reasonable rebound in, in 2019 and, and sort of it seems like the fourth quarter always tends to produce a little bit of volatility and, um, and we're, seeing, we're seeing a bit of a rerun on that front in many respects. I think the only thing that surprised us, if I think back along what we thought last year, um, is the fact that you know, global stock prices have actually you know, quite a bit higher than what they were, were last year. Good. Let's look forward to 2020 now. How are you looking forward to 2020? What is your approach to the new year, which is just around the corner? Yeah, well, look. I mean, we we don't think um, necessary in discrete years. I know, I know that, that was um, is, a, is a good way to sort of think about. Uh, but markets, you know, start today, and and we have to worry about you know getting towards the end of this year. So, look, I mean, the way we see sort of things panning out is is is, is environment is still not vastly improved. We've 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 been through a, a, a very mild but nonetheless um, industrial recession uh, across the world. And, and that has created a whole host of, of obstacles and stumbling blocks for corporate earnings, uh, particularly for, for the more cyclical parts of the market. So we've seen semiconductors, autos, uh, chemicals, you know, all of, all of these industries struggling. Uh, and we've not been exposed in, in, in a large way uh, to, to those parts of the market, which has certainly helped us. And as we sort of go into 2020, I suppose the big question on everybody's lips is, is will the the sort of easing um, that we've seen from the Fed, uh, they started talking about quantitative easing in all shape and manner rather than using the, the QE word, but essentially it's more money being put into the system. And, and that was a very key seminal moment uh, in, in October this year. So the question is, will, will that extra liquidity actually create um, and kickstart uh, the, the global economy? And if so, uh, that could provide a slightly better backdrop for corporate earnings uh, because corporate earnings growth has actually all but stalled and slowed um, in, in, the, in the third and fourth quarters of, of 2019. So low base for earnings, um, reasonably conducive environment for, for liquidity, and, and perhaps a slightly better environment there for stock markets in general. With opportunities comes risks, and with risk comes opportunities. So let's look at 2020. Where do you see the risks and opportunities? Well, I certainly think you know the, the risks are always around around the geopolitical tensions. I mean, we now here we are, and we're in the latter stage of 2019, and we've had yet another Brexit delay, and uh, you know we're still trying to see the end of that um, story pan out. And then, of course, you know we still haven't had a successful resolution around the the, the Trump-induced tariff and trade wars, which um, 
which are still going on with uh, with with China and seem to be spreading a little bit more in terms of in terms of other bilateral uh, countries uh, being involved in that. So so for us, the biggest risk continues to remain. You know what happens to the geopolitical outlook and and can uh, these cross currents derail uh, what potentially is economic recovery? I think that for me is still the biggest risk on on the horizon. Yes, but on the other hand, you are a stock picker as well, as I said in my introduction. So you probably try and block that out and become the stock picker and don't worry about Mr. Trump and Mr. Johnson and Brexit. So let's look forward to 2020. How is the outlook that you've just described affecting your portfolio positioning? Well, again, I mean, as you, as you point out, Lindsay, I mean, we, we, we continue to invest in in companies that we think um, have got enough self-help uh, within within their business models. I think the key that sort of theme that, that flows through our entire portfolio is, is looking for, for companies where, where, where there's actually some self-help in terms of earnings growth um, and, and much less of a reliance on second-guessing the cycle, second-guessing currencies and second-guessing growth. I like that phrase, self-help. So what you're looking at is non-economically sensitive businesses, whether we're in an economically booming phase or one that is looking slightly less Ebullient, if you see what I mean. So you would go for these industries in boom times or bad times. Yes, I mean look, the the risk that you run with 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 buying buying into businesses that have less economic sensitivity is the potential risk that you run that you will underperform in the event that stock markets are, are very strong or the economic environment turns out to be better than 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 the cautious expectations that one would have. But you know the way we sort of think about it is is that's a small risk to pay and a small price to pay for. You know, for what hopefully is 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 resilient performance in in in, in flat or, or slightly more volatile market environments. If you look at 2020 and you look back at what you said about 2019, back at the end of 2018, would you say that 2020 is an extension of your views of 2019? You were just a little bit early. I think you could possibly say that. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I mean, I think we've been a little bit surprised, maybe on the positive side, in terms of the degree to which. Which markets have been more favourable, particularly developed markets? I think it's fair to say that that the emerging markets in general have been the more disappointing area for investment. But we've not really been heavily invested in, if you look at our global franchise portfolios, uh, in in the emerging markets on a direct basis. Uh, so, so I think I think it's fair. Um, we we certainly aren't looking for anything heroic um, on the on the general emerging market front. And, and then the other risk, I guess, that we will continue to have to bear in mind is, is, is this gradual slowing in, in China. I mean, we know that, um, that you know, economic growth is sort of hovering around the lower end of the 6% mark, which has always been set as, as a policy goal uh, for, for China. And, and the sheer size of that economy means it's going to be difficult for them to grow at that rate. Um, so so, so those, you know, those are things that we, we, we bear in mind. Uh, 2019 has been much better so far. And maybe 2020 is something in between those two extremes. Clyde, thanks so much for your time. Clyde Rousseau is the co-head of quality at Investec Asset Management based in Cape Town.